looking for something new. Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories in full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPR and discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place your order. Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future anthology from 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Good evening, everybody. How is everybody doing tonight? I must be on some kind of lag here, I think. I'm not sure. Hey, Johnny. Hi, Virginia. Hi, Grandmaster UV. Hey, Cindy. Ah, welcome to the show. Oh, what a beautiful day today, huh? It was gorgeous. Um, every day I wake up is a gorgeous day. You know what I mean? It, it, it is. It, it's great. Um, I am. Uh, the show is on. Sunday nights, as you could tell, eight to ten, eight to nine, and on Tuesday night it's going to be on from eight ten to nine ten. So I'm really excited to start getting into the hours because the hour shows are really, really, really great. Um, hey Cindy, good to see you. Uh, I am on UPRN Radio, one hundred five point three New Orleans, one hundred seven point seven Mississippi. And I uh, just want to welcome to you to the show tonight. Um, I caught the lap tail end of Jenny's show, uh, Chasing Prophecy. And you know what? It seemed pretty cool. Um, she's doing an awesome job. And it's good to see her back on um, Tuesday nights. It's going to be great, you know. So, but I'm doing okay. Thanksgiving is over with. And I'm a happy camper. Yes, Johnny, it was. Yeah. Um, she's she's a good host. She gets like really cool guests on too, man. And, uh, you know, that's the one thing I enjoyed working with Jenny was um, that she would get these cool guests on. And uh, I was like, uh, and, and they're great, you know, and, and they have some meaning. And the people that she does get as guests, you know, share a lot of, uh, hi, Cindy um a lot of interesting aspects of life you know so um i am so lucky that she comes on before me um because you know right now i got chills i got chills 
but uh, you know tonight's going to be a cool show um well, like i said and, and like you have told me and i have told you that you know doing one hour shows two one hour shows are great okay i'm not pushed i'm not um relaxing and, and i can enjoy and be um hey hey jenny good to see you sebastian moran good evening sean jenny had a great show and so do you thank you jenny does she's the best but uh yeah we're gonna have a good time tonight yes we are what i want to do is i want to talk about my favorite investigations anybody out there in the chat hey amanda good to see you um Anybody in the chat have any favorite places that they have investigated um, or want to investigate, you know, share in the chat room? Um, and, and we can, you know, share, you know, where you want to go, what you want to do. So I would have to say, the, you know, I'm going to do as many as I can because there, there was a lot of places that I went to. Um, and I remember when we started out, okay, when we first started out back in 2006, um, we, and Johnny might know where this place is at, um, what we, we went to um, the bike trail along um, the Mon River. Uh, see, I think it's called the Allegheny Bike Trail. And um, hey, Squats, man, good to see you, pal. I hope you have seen some, wonder if you have seen any squatches, dude, you know, if you did, share them, buddy, but, um, you know, it, it was the Allegheny Bike Trail, and what was really cool about this investigation that we did, we were brand new, you know, so, <laughs> Virginia investigated the refrigerator in Arga, did you find anything spooky in there, that's funny. But but the Allegheny Trail bike trail was was an awesome place. We parked down near Boston, uh, PA, down near um, McKeesport, I do believe it is. And we started walking the trail, and, uh, and and as we were walking down the trail, you know, it was at night and it was like really totally creepy. You know what I mean? They just had a couple lights, you know, street lights going on, and uh, we did see a lot of. Um, I'm going to just put it up while I talk, okay? <laughs> Virginia says that, what, oh, see, LOL. Okay, Virginia investigated. Okay, but back to the story. Um, there we go, yeah. So we were walking down um, the Allegheny Bike Trail, and yes, Johnny, there was a ton of shadow people down there. Uh, and there was a lot of... Uh, you know, stories about the bike trail. It led to, I, I do believe, now correct me if I'm wrong, Johnny, but if you follow the trail, you come to the Draversburg Cemetery. I think it's that one. I'm not sure. But uh, as we were walking down, oh, my God, it was crazy. Um, but what we were looking for, because a lot of people told us that sometimes, uh, okay, Johnny said yes. Um, okay, so it's like, uh, hey, Casey, good to see you. So um, 
we're walking down and, and people say that sometimes you can see spirits walking with lanterns, you know, walking down the trail. To be honest with you, we didn't see anything like that, right? Um, but what we really did see was a lot of shadow people. Um, and different um, smells, different smells like uh, tobacco smell, pipe smell, cigar smell. Um, and as you're walking down the trail toward the cemetery, okay, and you look up the right, you know, you got the river going on, but there was like this really, really massive uh, field, okay? And it just felt like that there was a lot of fighting going on around there. Um, and what I mean by fighting, down on the Mon River, um, and, and, and again, I say that the Mon River, the Mon Valley is like the most haunted place in Pennsylvania. Just take any pipe trail, the Allegheny Pike Trail, and you will definitely uh, see some shadow people, some orbs popping out of nowhere, um, a lot of squigglies, you know. And um, so that was a really, really creepy investigation. But what here's the craziest part. Um, so we made it to the cemetery, okay? Now across the river, Okay, there was train tracks, right? And so we were doing like EVP sessions, you know, sitting down at a grave. And uh, we were doing some EVPs. And you know what? Every time that we would ask a question, okay, not all the time, but the train would come through, okay, and and blow its horn. And it was like... And it was really like crazy because we really wanted to do a nice EVP, but it just seems like every time that we attempted to do one, um, you know, the train just came by and it was frustrating. So to say that we had any, uh, we didn't get no good EVPs, but um, we, we did get a lot of evidence. And at that time, it to me, evidence was orbs or squigglies or anything you know sometimes a shadow we honestly back then in 2006 when we started we really really did not um know what we were doing basically or we don't we didn't know what we were seeing on the videos and and uh, the cameras you have to remember back in 2006 all we had was digital cameras and um I think the highest one at the time was like eight megapixel. I'm not sure. But when the 12s came out, you know, you had something going because that was like top of the line, you know, mega, 12 megapixels. Um, Johnny says, train would come same with me on phone. Okay. So that was our trip. Did we get any good evidence? No, we didn't. Okay. Um, and then... We looked at the pictures and we all got together at Eaton Park on Sunday night and we would show everybody's pictures and um, we didn't get nothing. Maybe a slight orb here, maybe uh, like dew coming off the leaves of the trees um, or just like fireflies. I don't know about you, but what I really enjoyed the most is 
taking pictures and what's crazy though here's what's the crazy part if you take a picture and you look at it the the uh, bugs that fly around you can actually see their wings in motion it's like really 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 cool but that to me is one of my uh, favorite places to go the allegheny bike trail now the second one the second uh place that i really enjoy going to was the montour bike trail okay um if you go down uh 79 south from pittsburgh and you get off at the hendersonville exit the hendersonville south point exit then you will just get off and when you get off the exit you want to make a left and you'll go down to like a ice cream shop and that's where you park that's where a lot of people park their cars so they can ride the train trail but here's the here's the story behind that okay before it became the bike trail it was actually another railroad um and i want to say 1923 if you go down like uh, um about one or about two or three miles if you walk down uh the montour trail um you come to a tunnel okay and back in the 1920s or something like that there was a massive train wreck that happened at the tunnels now the first time that we went there we went down but you know the bridge was was like bad i mean you, you couldn't walk it because it was that terrible but there was a train wreck that happened in that tunnel but walking along the trail again we saw a lot of shadows and we've got a lot of good pictures okay and this time when we were walking the trail at montour um we caught a lot of mist okay uh in the paranormal field they call it ectoplasma is what they call it okay and it, it was pretty cool now here, uh, hold on let me turn off my uh my side here because it's getting on my nerves and it's interfering with my um show here and i know you guys don't want to hear it so let me take care of this there we go we're good all right so no more interruptions but um we got a lot of mist and um and they were pretty interesting too um the re it was like they would the mist would actually look like human beings okay um it was just crazy man and we were so excited about it um that we we had to go back again uh we caught a lot of decent orbs now before i go on let me tell you about orbs at that time when we did the uh the bike trail in montour um it was like in the early time like 2007 2008 and um i, I love the orbs i thought they looked really really cool um and we got a lot of them but I come to find out later on, you know, as I did my own research on orbs, a lot of that was like do um, bugs, whatever. Okay. 
and uh hey mud what's up good to see you buddy and and so with um but it was so cool to crab these orbs and i think we actually got one good orb on that see whenever i would go on an investigation and i would take at least 400 pictures and that's the truth i would take about 400 pictures and whenever i would go um the next day and look at my pictures you know i went through all 400 of them you know and to me at the time out of those 400 pictures if i got one good piece of evidence you know i was okay with it oh i remember the bug nest story good to see you hon welcome i'm glad you're here hi amanda i don't know if i said hello to you buddy but hello and uh it, it was it, it was great you know um but we went back like two or three years later and here they fixed the road so i mean they fixed the bridge so you could actually cross you know the uh water whatever it was and go directly into the bridge and when you go into the bridge i'm sorry when you go into the bridge when you go into the tunnel i'm telling you you heard screams screams of people you know getting hurt right and uh you actually like smell um burn burn flesh or something really nasty stench when you when you went through there and but we didn't get a lot of evidence per se video and uh, audio but with your own ears you can actually hear the you know the people screaming and we never went back never went back you know because it really i could say that that tunnel really freaked me out and you can even ask doreen um she was with the group she said there was hardly hardly anything would freak me out but that tunnel did um what's that the pookie okay <laughs> you mean spooky <laughs> okay virginia that's all right and uh uh-oh, Amanda, she said she paused a minute to investigate the pumpkin pie. Ha, huh, that's cool. I like pumpkin pie. But that was, you know, it. what was so great about the trail. Hey, Tony, good to see you, buddy. You going to be on next week? Um, I got to talk to you after the show if you are, or tomorrow. But uh, it's like crazy we actually came back one time the second time that we came back we actually caught a bobcat following us because we heard some growling right and uh you know we were flashing you know the flashlight you know it's a little hill because right above it was um a golf course and um as we are you know putting this uh flashlight back and forth all of a sudden you see these yellow eyes look at you and I was like, holy shit, yellow eyes, man, that 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 just wasn't good. Nope, nope. So I, we, we kind of bugged out, bugged out of there quick. But that was another very, that was a, one of my best investigations. So, uh, you, you know, you can only go to a place for a certain amount of times, and then, you know, it wears off. 
you know. Um, but I really, really did enjoy um, going outside and investigate. Um, the Warring the Fear Still On. What was that uh, cemetery out by you in Plum? I think it was in Plum. I'm not sure. That was another. Oh, coyotes. I have a story about coyotes. So I'm coming up to that. But there was a cemetery up past, um, I think it was in Plumborough. I'm not sure. And um, we saw a lot of shadow figures running the, the tree lines, you know, on top of the, above the cemetery. Okay. And, uh, Man, we were up there, we were running after them, trying to, you know, like, try to actually get um, a picture of the shadow figure. Maybe we got an orb of some sort. Who knows? Okay. Cindy, Cindy has a question. She says, do you get scared when you smell the sulfur dead fish smell? No, dear, I don't. Um, I don't. I, I don't know why. You got to see whenever I went on one of the investigations, I know, you know, the big man upstairs, he was watching over me. So I really didn't have no fear about going, you know, when I smelled that kind of stuff. Um, but to say that we saw a lot of the shadow people running up and down um, across the tree line, you know, but we saw it with our eyes, but we could not pick up on the cameras and you know it's damned if you do damned if you don't um if you catch one great if you don't that's okay too you know but at the time we were still wet behind the ears investigating so we were like kind of disappointed that nobody could actually you know get one of those shadow people on the um on film no, we did try doing a ton of EVPs, but you know what? Nothing came through, you know? All you heard was frogs chirped, uh, riveted, and you heard a lot of birds, and you heard a lot of insects going, and um, that's the only downfall about going out investigating somewhere outside, especially in the summertime, because you have what them crickets going at it. So it's really hard to do an EVP when you're outside and, and close to the woods, you know? Uh, at 8.30, as you know, I'm going to take a two-minute break so we know who has to go to the bathroom. Plus, I want everybody to get up and uh, get something to drink, you know, so we can finish up the next half hour. I'll come up with a couple more places that I thought were really cool. But um, cemeteries, bike trails, um, anywhere, really, anywhere outside the woods, you know, um, if you actually walk through the town of Gettysburg at 12 or one o'clock in the morning, okay, so y'all have to remember, um, uh, you have to remember though, back then, um, when the battle continued, they actually fought through the town and there was a lot of dead soldiers in the town of Gettysburg. So it's real quiet up there after 12 midnight. And uh, I've got some good stuff up there, you know, um, a couple of good sh uh, 
shadow catches on 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 the camera and a couple of good EVPs, you know. So um, it was okay. So it wasn't so much the battlefield, but it was the areas around the battlefield, you know. And that's the secret. That's the secret. Whenever you go to like Antietam, if you go to Gettysburg, if you go to um, any battlefield, um, don't just go on the battlefield itself, okay? Um, seriously, go to places around it. Um, and and it, it's great. I remember when we first started investigating houses, right? Um, when we first started, Donnie uh, Wagner, he was part of the group, and uh, he came up with an idea, you know, because we usually ask the people where um, the main hotspots were in the house. But what he would do was go to different places of the house or the building, and he caught some good evidence doing that. I mean, so people are saying the ghost is in the living room and in, in the bedroom. So Donnie would go down to the cellar where he would actually go up to the attic and, and he would get some because he seemed to realize you have to realize, right? Okay. Um, when, when you go to investigate a place now, a lot of other groups actually have been there. So the ghosts aren't dumb and they know what you want. You know, they want that really, all investigators really want that great picture and stuff like that, that great video. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't. And you know what's crazy? Here's what's crazy part about it. The spirit knows that. So you might be in the same room with the spirit, but there is no way that spirit's going to come and give you some evidence. But I'm going to cut to uh, our commercials so everybody can get something to drink. And then I will be right back. Hold on. Hope to see you on the second part of the show. Let's go there, and I'll do this. Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology from 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories in full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPRN discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place your order.
Hey, so welcome back to the second part of my show, Into the Night. Um, I have a couple announcements I need to make. Um, tomorrow night at 8 p.m., I am going to be on a very prestigious um, podcast tomorrow night. Uh, it's called The Horsefly Chronicles. Um, and that's with Phil Saracusa and his wife, Julia. And I'm really looking forward to it. So I'm going to be a guest on um, on the Horsefly Chronicles tomorrow night on UPRN Talk Radio, 105.3 New Orleans, 107.7 Mississippi. Uh, and then Tuesday night for my Tuesday night show, um, I'm going to have uh, Philip Syracusa and Julia, you know, from the Horsefly Chronicles come on our show. It's going to be a very interesting two days. It's really great. I'm really seriously looking forward to that because they are good people. Um, and Phil's like, uh, he's a paranormal investigator. He's also um, a, spir a spiritualist, I do believe. And uh, he does a lot of neat things uh, in the, in the myth mystical world, which is like really cool. So remember, tomorrow night, Eight o'clock, I will be on the Horsefly Chronicles. Um, and Tuesday, they're going to be on my show into the night. Um, I, I was at my friend's wedding today real quick. And that's my friend who has that CRPS disease where she's into a lot of pain. Um, this We're getting close to the end of November here. So what we, if you could please say some prayers for her and her people um, who are suffering this bad disease. There's no, um, there's no um, cure for it. All they can do is deal with the pain and they get a lot of, a uh, lot, lot of, lot of it, it's just sad. It really is because he's always um, in pain. So Cindy has a question here. Uh, what part of the houses have you caught the most activities? That, that's a good question. Honestly, the best, most was actually the cellar. Cellars are creepy, dude. Now, here in Pittsburgh, you know, to the people who don't have cellars or don't live in houses that have cellars, Pittsburgh has them. And uh, it is like crazy, crazy scary, you know, because... You know, it, it, it seems like the spirits like to hang out down in there um, at one point in time. And I'm being honest with you when I say this, you know, you can pick up a lot of negativities happening down there. And what I'm talking about is back in the 20s, 30s and 40s. OK, you could hit, you know, you could punish your child. And that's where a lot of people um you know, dads especially would take their children down and they were bad and spank them down in the cellar. So, yes. Uh, Hannah, welcome to the show, Hannah. Uh, near battlefields, I would say find field hospitals, houses that were used for hospitals. Um, I'm glad you said that because um, a lot of the places, is, you know, in Gettysburg, there was a lot of barns that were hospitals or, and, there was one place up there, and it just was so scary, so, so scary, and, and, and a lot of depression, a lot of bad 
feeling there. And um, all you can do is like, you know, feel for what the pain that they were going through. But as time went on, to be honest with you, you really need if you, you really need to take your um, feelings, your empathic feelings, and just like tune them out when you go to any battlefield because 100% um, you're going to feel the pain. And, and it's not a good thing. Uh, let's see. I got some new comments down here. Uh, Amanda, uh, thank you for all the prayers. Uh, Amanda says, uh, what did Amanda say? Prayers for sure. Dear Lord, embrace Sean's friend who suffered and endured this uncurable disease. Thank you, Lord. Amanda, thank you so much. I will tell her about the beautiful prayer you just asked. Um, Johnny says, uh, mostly dark areas and cellars. Uh, yes, especially if you go to an old house. Um, they had, you know, coal cellars, you know, because at that time they used coal to heat the house. And sometimes they actually kept, um, they would clean it up. And that's where they would punish the people. Well, the real Sean Kelly stand up. Okay, let's see. Here I am. I'm standing up there, Michael. Good to see you, see? That's how I am. Welcome to the show, Michael. It's good to see you. Uh, thank you for stopping in on the show. It really means a lot to me. And um, so, yeah, uh, the Cole Center and the Cellars are just like, um, you know, they're just scary, to be honest with you. But like I said before, real quick, we go to Gettysburg, you go to Antietam, whatever, uh, just make sure. You somehow sealed yourself from all the emotions um, that you can feel from the soldiers that have passed away there because the energy is really, really rough there. Um, so we are talking about my favorite places um, where I investigated, and we're coming up on the good ones. The very first one to me is like my number one. And I mentioned it a couple times on the shows. Um, the place is called Prospect Place, okay? Um, I'll type it here in the comments. Prospect Place, Trimway, Ohio. Okay. That is the place where I, I really experienced a lot of activity. There's a lot of history behind it. Okay, I'm, okay, I see what I meant. Uh, there's a lot of history behind it. I know that the place was built in the early 1900s. Please, if you can, Google it. Um, Google uh, Prospect Place, Trimway, Ohio, and it will actually give you the whole history of the place. They do offer overnight investigations. And they do offer like tours during the daytime. It if you really seriously want to go on a, to a good place, and it's not far from Pittsburgh. Um, I would have to say about three, maybe three three hours, two hours, something like that. It's not that bad. Uh, uh, Sebastian Moore Moran says twenty Pittsburgh time. Oh, eight o'clock. Is that what you're talking about, Sebastian? Yeah, it's eight o'clock. 
Uh, well, no, right now. Cindy Mitch says, have you found houses surrounded by water and water flowing in the basement more haunted? You know what? There's a place up at Marine State Park. It is a, it, it's a mill. And the water runs through the mill. Now, there was a lot of people saying that there was a lot of, there was one ghost that would walk around the mill. And we actually uh, saw him walk around. But we never could get, again, could not get them um, on video or, or audio. But it's a really scary place to go to, especially with the water, water because there's fast running water and a lot of people die there. So you have to be careful when you go up there. The Connell's Mill, that's the name of the place. Let me type that in there real quick. The Connell. And, uh, okay, that's McConnell's Mill. And, and, and again, please, whatever I give you, um, kind of like Google it and just read up the history on the whole situation. Yeah, Johnny, it's a good place. It's very, very, it's very haunted. Um, but pro like I said before, Prospect Place was like, it was my actual first place to go where, um, to do an over, overnight, you know, uh, investigation. Do you have to pay money? Did we pay much? What was that? Need swimming? What is I-R-S-S-I-N-S? -S -S? I don't know what that is. Uh, oh, need swimming lessons. Okay, Virginia. No, I wouldn't even go near that water. I mean, that water is so fast that the water on the rocks um, are so slippery that you'd fall in and die. Yeah, I got it. Thank you, guys. But uh, so McConnell's Mill was a very um, haunted, haunted area. Uh, and up in that area near Moraine State Park, there is a cemetery. It's called Snyder Cemetery. Let me type that in for you. Snyder Cemetery. Okay. And... Uh, with, with side Snyder Cemetery was that the Snyder family that kind of like owned the whole area around Moraine, um, they actually had a house and you could actually see the brick is still there from, you know, they tore it down or it burned down, whatever. Um, but this, they, they had the cemetery plot for the family members. And we went in there, and what was crazy about that night, let me tell you how crazy that night was. Um, we walked in, I mean, it was in the summertime, okay? And, you know, the crickets were going at it, and uh, there was a lot of noise, birds calling, whatever. The minute we walk into that cemetery, you know, on my father's grave, okay, everything got quiet. Everything. No more birds, no more crickets, nothing. Now, if I have to tell you, was I afraid? Hell yeah, I was afraid because that's the craziest thing in the world, right? When you're out and you go into a cemetery and you don't hear no noise at all. That, that, that's like the making of, you know, one of them chiller movies, one of them scary movies where some guy comes out of the forest and 
uses an axe on you. But we got a lot of good evidence on there. Um, it was great. Uh, we got a lot of mist, a ton of mist, and uh, it was good. You know, orbs, your basic everyday ordinary, you know, photographs or whatever you get um, when you go and investigate. Ah, so it is, you know, if you really, and, and I'm not being egotistical, I was scared as hell. I mean, when I heard no more noise, you know, I'll be the first one to tell you if I don't feel right, you know, I just ask for more blessings, more prayers from God, man. That's the man who watches over me, the big man. So, and then there was the one place, um, oh, God, Rot 51. It is, uh, has, um, oh, shit, I forget the name of it. But it's you can't investigate the north, but there's a cemetery. If I get if I can get, remember the name, I will put it, I will tell you guys next week. Um, but we went there and it was ran uh by Quakers. Right? Um, that's how old the cemetery was. And in the middle of the cemetery, okay, there was like a little chapel, right? And so we walk into the chapel, you know, and we did our investigation. As God is my witness, there was this big old Quaker dude standing in the corner um, with red eyes. I'm not crapping I'm being totally honest. That was scary. But here, let me tell you something. Uh, a lady in a red. Okay, that was another ghost that was supposed to be hanging around there, you know. So the lady in red. Um, in a red dress, but we never saw her. But I remember the first time we went there, okay, uh, what happened was uh, Periopolis, thank you, sir. Quaker Church, thank you, sir. Quaker Church. That, I'm telling you, John, you, you have to admit that that's a creepy place to go to. But here's what happened. So the guy was in the group, and what he did was he instigated that um, big old Quaker that was in the corner down there. And uh, so um, after the investigation, we get in our cars, turn around as we're going out, boom, you hear a loud bang. And uh, so we pulled over and hear the guy who instigated that situation with that um, Quaker dude, um, he, had, he got a flat tire. But here's the crazy part of that flat tire. On the inside of the tire, there was a slit that big on the inside of his truck, truck wheel tire. No lie. And if you looked at it, it was perfectly straight, like someone stuck a knife in there. And boom flattened it out um there was nobody else on that road because it is a country road where uh, quaker church is and um so i'm thinking to myself you know what you kind of screwed up dude because uh you called it out and the dude got a flat tire you know he thought it was funny but i didn't think it was funny so if you you do go out and you do investigate make sure you respect the spirits that are there Please, 
hit Quaker Church Road. You go down 51, you hit the McDonald's, hang right, and just follow that road. Um, but those are like some of the good places that I have been to. Um, I could tell you many more, but you know, I'll wait for um, a certain Sunday, another Sunday coming up, and then I'll just bring you out some more. If I can't find a topic, uh, I would be more than happy to um, tell you all about them, and I'm sure you will enjoy them. Does anybody out there have any other any questions that they would like to ask before I get into the cards? Because we are getting close to the witching hour, and um, if anybody has it, I would like to say that I really tr truly appreciate to see everybody come into the chat room. I really do. And if you can, whenever I send out the link when the show starts, if you could pass it on to other people, I really would be thankful and grateful if you could do that. Uh, Johnny Freeman said, there's a better church a few miles away, a redstone church. Huh. Oh, speaking of redstone churches, they're, oh, my God, what's the name of the place? Why can't I remember where to go, where these areas are at? Finleyville. Finleyville, Pennsylvania, uh, there's a red church, and um, honest to Pete, honest to Pete, the cemetery sits on a real steep slope. I mean, you literally are walking up a hill, and I remember we went up there, and we were sitting at the top because it was so damn hot, and I got, I got out of breath. Buddy uh, says, Mud says, Bigfoot sightings along River in Periopolis by Buffalo Bill's house. That's a cool place to go investigate, Buffalo Bill. But, um, and so one time I was going through a meditation and I woke up, took a picture, no shit, honestly. And you could actually see a picture of a chief's headdress. It was huge, man kind of creep my ass out you know what i mean but uh so that place it, it, i i don't know the name of the church only know that it is in finleyville pennsylvania and um we got some decent evidence there you know it was pretty cool i enjoyed it it was cool and then honest to pete when i got the like the picture you could actually see the, like not like real solid headdress but you could actually see the feathers through the mist, you know, it was like really, really cool, you know, and I have time to give you one more real quick, and then um, we'll get into the cards for everybody, so the last one that I want to share is uh, the one out in New Brighton, Pennsylvania, there is a uh, cemetery out there, and um, we went there on a real hot night, and so what happened was my friend Val, she took a picture, okay, and come to find out we got a full body apparition, okay, and when I learned how to use um, other things in StreamYard, I will show you that picture, uh, and it was... It was a body of a full body um, apparition. Um, I showed Johnny it. I think I showed Johnny. I think I sent that to you. 
And uh, but once I learn, I'm going to start, you know, giving you some pictures that I have caught who I think are the best, you know, because you all know that when it comes to picture taking, um, I don't like putting them out there. But with these, I do. Um, okay, I hope everybody enjoyed the show tonight. I'm going to draw these cards and remember the deal. You know, I'm going to draw you three animal cards. One from the past, for the one for the now. Ah, Cindy, you'll be amazed. I mean, they're really nice. And um, and what's really cool is, was that we had a full body pick of a spirit, but it disappeared. Oh wow! You know what, Amanda? I I, I contribute that to. Um, sometimes we're not supposed to have things. Sometimes we're not supposed to have pictures of full-body spirits or nothing like that. We know we took it, right? We know we got it. But all of a sudden, it goes away. Um, but I have another story to tell you for another Sunday about that. So remember, now I'm going to draw the cards. Three, the first one is from your past. The second is your now. And um, the third is your future. So the very how I want you to do this is, as I tell everybody, write down the animals, okay, and then after the show, go Google them and see if these animals are somehow uh, in your life or your walk, your path, what you're going through right now. So that was a blank. So there's no animals. Let's say okay, the past is an eagle. Okay, so write it down. The second one, the one now, is the dog. And you know what? I know dog means loyalty. Yes, but, you know, for yourself, just go out and check um, and see what Google has to say about these things. And the third one, oh, these are all good cards today. The deer. This is your future. See if I can get that upper, the deer. Please write these animals down. And um, the eagle was in your past, right? And the dog was what's happening with you in the now. And your future is the deer. So look them up and um, see if they could represent you. Now, I'll be honest with you. Um, Sometimes it doesn't work for everybody. Sometimes them cards don't mean nothing. But I'm sure there's somebody out there in the whole world and in the uh, chat room. And we'll see, you know, maybe have something for them. Maybe we'll give them a kick in the butt to get doing things that they need to do. All right. So, um, again, thank you for coming on you know watching you know into the light and we are on 105.3 new orleans 107.7 mississippi and joe montaldo is the station owner uh, michelle desire desire she is the um station manager so those are the two big bosses that i look up to and they're good people so if you have any complaints, any good things you want to say about my show, uh, please send them an email and um, 
just go to UPRN Talk Radio, and there is a, a, a little button there that you can send an email to, okay? And on that note, okay, what do we got here? Um, uh, Johnny says, thank you for a great show. Thank you, Johnny, for being here. Amanda, Virginia, thank you, Virginia. Appreciate it. Cindy Mitch, they always work for me, Sean. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. And Mud says, thank you for an awesome show, Sean. Well, thank you for, you know, being here. I truly appreciate it. Make, you know, honestly, it warms my heart. It really does. And before I go, I have to tell you, parents, if you can, please go to your children, right? And give them a hug and tell them that you love them. And seriously mean, say, I love you, love you. And children, if you can, please go to your parents. Give them a hug and tell them that you love them. If you don't have any children or if your parents aren't around, find somebody, find a friend and give them a hug and tell them you love them. Because those three words, I love you, go a long, long way. You'll be surprised how people need to hear that. And uh, it is coming up on Christmas now. we got two more holidays to go through. And, again, this is the most depressing time of the year for everybody or almost everybody. So, please, if you can, if you see somebody struggling, give them, you know, sit down and talk with them. You don't even have to talk to them. Um, just be there with them. Do, you know, talk. Just be there. You know, take them out for a cup of coffee. Go from there. You know what I mean? Because... People need people now. They do. I know I need people, but I know I got great friends on here on my show that and I have great friends uh, that don't even watch the show. But so but I have no problem going up and asking for help. I have no problem at all. So on that note, I want to say goodbye. Um, remember, I'll be on the horse fly. Chronicles tomorrow night, Monday at 8 p.m. And uh, don't forget my hour show on Tuesday night. Okay, but one hour show, Tuesday night. Yeah, I probably said hour show. On that note, good night, everybody. Have a good day, good evening, and I will see you on Tuesday. And let me see if I can find it. Good night, everybody. <laughs>